0: بسم الله الصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا و زدنا علما يا كريم اللهم اجعل القرآن حجة لنا لا علينا يا كريم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد has said Surat al Falaq is a madani surah that means it was revealed to the Prophet وسلم, after his hijrah. Sallallahu and it is five ayat. And from its virtues, from its fadail as mentioned in the hadith of the Prophet, Ya Surat Al Falaq and Surat al Nas, they have no precedent to them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has never sent anything like them before. يعني, in his books before that Allah revealed there has been nothing like them. They have no precedent. And as the hadith also mentions, they are two surahs to which no one has asked Allah by means of anything like them or has ever sought refuge with anything like them in these two surahs. For when they were revealed, the Prophet he left seeking refuge in anything else and he exclusively used to seek refuge in قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ and قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ وعن أقبى بن عامر رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال ألم تر آيات إن أنزلت هذه الليلة لم يرى مثلهن قط قل أعوذ برب الفلق وقل أعوذ برب الناس رواه مسلم أقبى بن عامر رضي الله عنه he reported that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم do you know that last night certain ayat were revealed the like of which there is no precedence they are قل أعوذ برب الفلق and قل أعوذ برب الناس Nas. أقبى رضي الله عنه قال كنت أمشي مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال يا عقبة قل فقلت ماذا أقول يا رسول الله فسكت عني ثم قال يا عقبة قل قلت ماذا أقول يا رسول الله فسكت عني فقلت اللهم مردده عليا فقال يا عقب قل قلت ماذا أقول يا رسول الله فقال قل أعوذ برب الفلق فقرأتها حتى أتيت على آخرها ثم قال قل قلت ماذا أقول يا رسول الله قال قل أعوذ برب الناس فقرأتها حتى أتيت على آخرها ثم قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عند ذلك ما سأل Sailun bimithlihima عامر رضي mustaidun عنه. He narrates I was walking with the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he said, O oh, Uqba, say. I said, What should I say, O Messenger of Allah? He did not answer me. Then he said, O oh, Uqba, say. I said, What should I say, O Messenger of Allah? But he did not answer me. I said, O oh, Allah, make him answer for me. He said, O oh, Uqba, say. I said, What should I say, O Messenger of Allah? He said, Say I seek refuge with Allah the Lord of the daybreak So I recited it until I came to the end Then he said say And I said what should I say O Messenger of Allah He said say I seek refuge with Allah the Lord of mankind So I recited it until I came to the end Then the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He said No one who asks has ever asked by means of anything like them And no one who seeks refuge has ever sought refuge with anything like them For these are from his virtues that there's been no precedent to these two surahs and that no one has ever asked or sought refuge in anything like them and also from its virtues you know when we're talking about the virtues we're talking about the virtues of qula'ad rabbil falakhan qula'ad rabbil nas together is that they will suffice a person in all respects that will suffice you by protecting you from all evil whatever and whoever this evil may be for as the prophet sallallahu he said ibn صلى الله عليه وسلم فأدركناه فقال قل قلت ما أقول قال قل هو الله أحد والمعوذتين حين تصبح وحين تمسي ثلاث مرات تكفيك من كل شيء رواه الترمذي وأبو داود والنسائي that Abdullah ibn Khubayb said we went out one rainy and intensely dark night to look for Allah's messenger and when we caught up to him he said to me say I asked him what should I say and he replied if you recite three times every morning and three times every evening they will serve you for every purpose they will serve you for every purpose by protecting you from all evil and also from the virtues of قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ that they are a protection for you when you are asleep at night as the Prophet ﷺ said and عنها, أن النَّبِيَّ رضي الله عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ كان إذا آوى إلى فراشه كل ليلة جمع كفيه ثم نفث فيهما فقرأ فيهما قُلْ هو الله أحد وقُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ وَقُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْنَاسِ ثُمَّ بهما مَا مِنْ جسده. البخاري, عنها, she narrates that when the Prophet went to bed every night he would hold his hands together and blow into them and recite into them and then he would wipe them over whatever he could of his body starting with his head and face and the front of his body and he would do that three times and also from the virtues of قراءة رب الفلق is that it is recommended to read it after every obligatory salah, as the Prophet ﷺ he said: نَعُقْبَ أَبْنَعَامِرَ قَالَ أَمَرَنِي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ أَنْ أَقْرَأَ بِالْمُعَوَذَاتِ دُبُورَ كُلِّ صَلَاتٍ that bin ibn Aamir radiallahu anhu he narrates that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he commanded me to recite المعوذتان yani قُلْ أَعْوذُ الْفَلَقِ and أَعْوذُ رَبِّ الْنَاسِ after every prayer رواه أبو داود وهو حسن but these are some of the virtues of قُلْ أَعْوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ Falaq. say I seek refuge in the Lord of the daybreak but when Allah subhan this is an order and it's addressing the Prophet specifically and his Ummah generally. أعوذو. أعوذو. The speech that you have been ordered with. Inqull, what should you say is to seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what the order is to say, to seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And al-isti'adha, it is an ibadah, an act of worship which only belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is to seek refuge in Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is to seek protection from Him subhanahu wa ta'ala from that which is harmful and that which only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can protect you from. And the most common entity which you seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from is a shaytan. You seek refuge in Allah that the shaytan may harm you in your deen or your dunya or he may deviate you off the straight path. For nothing turns away the shaytan except the one who created him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you seek refuge it is not just in the shaytan. For as we'll come to say in this surah you can seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from other things. For مثلا the general evil and the evil of the darkness and the evil of the sorcerers and the evil of the enviers as we'll come to say in this surah and Al-Isti'adha it is of four types for the first type of isti'adha is to seek isti'adha in Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala as Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says qul a'udhu bi rabbil falq and as Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says qul a'udhu bi rabbil nas but this is the first type of isti'adha the second type of isti'adha is to seek refuge in Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala's attributes in his sifat in the dua that is contained in the hadith a'udhu bi kalimati llahi tammati min sharri ma i seek refuge in the words of Allah i seek refuge in the words of Allah bi kalimati for you're seeking refuge in one of Allah's attributes. For the kalam of Allah, the kalam, the words of Allah, they are from His attributes, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. The first and the second type of isti'adha and isti'adha in Allah, seeking refuge in Allah or seeking refuge in Allah's attributes. For these are a form of glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and acknowledging that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the most perfect protection and that He is sufficient for you Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. You don't need anyone else to protect you except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that you are in need of him subhanahu wa ta'ala. For this is why it Is a great ibadah. This is why it is a great act of worship, and that if you were to divert it to someone else, this is why it constitutes shirk. And this is what the essence of the third type of isti'adah is that you seek refuge in the dead or the living who are not present or cannot help you. And this constitutes major shirk. It removes a person from the fold of Islam, wal billah. Because those who you are seeking refuge in, they cannot help you. They cannot help you. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can help you. For when you gave them a share of this thing which is exclusive to Allah, this is when it became shirk. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says, there were يعني, men of the mankind who used to seek assistance and shelter in the men of the jinn. the only thing that increased them in was sin and disbelief. Because they were not able to help them. For it increased them in in shirk and disbelief. And then the fourth type of Al Isti'adah is you seek refuge in a person or a place which can serve the purpose of providing shelter and protection. for the Prophet he said regarding the fitan: فَمَنْ وَجَدَ مِنْهَا مَلْجَأً أَوْ مَعَاذًا Whoever can find a shelter or a refuge from these fitan, يعني معاذًا is as a refuge. Then let them take refuge in that place where they can find refuge from these fitan, so that they are not affected by those fitan. For when you say أعوذو, Who are you seeking refuge in? بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ The Lord of al falaq The verb Falakah literally means to split. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he splits the darkness of the night with the gradual rays of the sun until the light removes the dark completely and this is when the creation they go out and they seek their rizq during the daytime for so as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says Isbah in surat al-an'am in ayah number 96 that he is the cleaver or he is the splitter of the daybreak subhanahu wa ta'ala and it can also be general and it can include everything which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala splits the other things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala splits as part of his For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah al-an'am ayah 95 that indeed it is Allah who causes the grain and the date seed to split you yani when they are in the ground Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala splits them open and subhanallah a new plant emerges from this split seed And all of this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rububiyya. His rububiyya, it encompasses his khalq and his mulk and his tadbir. This is Allah's rububiyya. It encompasses that he is the creator. And it encompasses that he owns everything subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he sustains and provides for everything. And he is al-mudabbir, that he controls all of the affairs. For this is from the rububiyya of Allah. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala splits the morning and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala splits the seeds. He is the Rabb of the falak because this is from his tadbir which is part of his Rububiya subhanahu wa ta'ala from the evil of that which he created subhanahu wa ta'ala for what you are seeking refuge in allah from the general evil the evil of everything which he created subhanahu wa ta'ala for this ayah is general for the evil of everything which he has created because he is the one who created them then only he can protect from their evil for when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates his creation and some of them have an element of evil to them for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does this for a hikmah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he does this for a wisdom which is sometimes known and sometimes not known to us for if the hikmah is known to us then this makes us submit to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even more and if we do not know the hikmah then we subhanallah still submit to allah regardless of knowing the hikmah or or not. Min ma khalaq. Yani like we said, it includes all of the evil. Yani the evil of the humans and the evil of the jinn and the evil of the animals and the evil of the weather, both in this dunya and in the akhirah. But when Allah Subh'ana wa ta'ala he says min Sharri ma this does not mean the evil of everything He has created. But it, this implies that all the creation that Allah created has an element of evil to them, and this is not what the ayah means. It's saying that min Sharri ma from the evil of those things which He created, which have an element of evil to them. Not everything Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created has an element of evil to it. For example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He created Al Jannah. There is no evil in Jannah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the mala'ika, the angels. There's no evil that comes from Al Malaika. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the prophets and the messengers. And there is no evil to them. There is complete goodness in them. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقُ مِنْ شَرِّ مَا خَلَقُ وَمِنْ شَرِّ غَاسِقٍ إِذَا وَقَبُ وَمِنْ شَرِّ غَاسِقٍ إِذَا وَقَبُ And from the evil of the darkness when it settles. The key words in this ayah are غَاسِقْ and وَقَبُ from the evil of the ghasiq when it waqab. Some mufassirun, they said that al-ghasiq is referring to the night. And others said, other mufassirun, they said it is referring to the moon. And the most correct opinion is that it is general and refers to both of them. Both of them, the word ghasiq can be applied to them. But in the case of the night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, أَقِمِ الصَّلَاةَ لِدُلُوكِ الشَّمْسِ إِلَىٰ غَسَقِ اللَّيْلِ In Surah Al-Isra, Ayah number 78, For Allah subhanahu سُبْحَانَهُ ta'ala. Ta'ala, he says establish the praise at the decline of the sun until the darkness of the night الليل, the darkness of the night for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called for you seek refuge in the darkness and the evil of the night because this is the time when the shayateen start to roam around and the harmful animals start to come out and the evil people they hide under the cover of the darkness for this is why you seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the evil of the night and as the said it can also mean the moon فعن عائشة رضي الله عنها أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم نظر إلى القمر فقال يا عائشة استعيذي بالله من شر هذا فإن هذا الغاسق إذا وقب. إذ عائشة الله she narrates that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he looked at the moon and he said oh Aisha, do you seek refuge with Allah from the evil of this for indeed this is الغاسق إذا وقب Waqab what is being referred to. In this hadith, it is referring to the moon when it eclipses and its light is extinguished. Then it is as if it is full night again and the evil is roaming around in the night. Is When it enters, when it enters and settles. Yana When it enters and settles. Yani, if it refers to the darkness yani when the darkness of the night enters and eventually settles until it is completely dark and if it is referring to the moon yana the darkness of the eclipse of the moon commences and it eventually extinguishes the light of the moon completely For this ayah this second ayah and the subsequent two after it are specific forms of evil For after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said this is general the evil of everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is specifically mentioning in the last three ayat specific forms of evil for so the first one is the darkness of the night or the darkness of the moon when it settles and then the one after that is from the female witches and then the final one is from the envier when they envy for these last three ayat they are specific forms of evil after allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the general evil قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِّ مِن شَرِّ مَا خَلَقٍ وَمِن شَرِّ غَاسِقٍ إِذَا وَقَبٍ وَمِن شَرِّ النَّفَّاثَاتِ فِي الْعُقَدِ وَمِن شَرِّ النَّفَّاثَاتِ فِي الْعُقَدِ And from the evil of the blowers in knots. النَّفَّاثَاتِ فِي الْعُقَدِ And this is referring to the sorceresses. The female sorceress and the female witch. But they tie a knot in a rope or a string and then they blow into it mentioning the names of the shayateen in a chant and then they repeat this process for each knot that they tie and with her evil soul and nafs al that she intends to harm someone specifically with this sihr with the assistance of the shayateen and as we mentioned when we were doing kitab al-tawheed that they can affect someone with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he specifically mentioned an nafathat and he did not mention and nafathin for nafathat they are the female who blows in the knots and a nafathin are the male blowers in the knots. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically mentioned النفاثات. Not because يعني, the sorcerers of the men don't practice this type of sihr, so For they do practice it but because it is predominant in the female witches. This is a methodology of witchcraft which is utilized by the women. By the women witches. Wa sharri وَمِنْ Sharri Hasidin إِذَا حَسَدٍ وَمِنْ Sharri Hasidin إِذَا حَسَدٍ and from the evil of an envier when they envy Nasallallah. Al-Hasid Al is the one who wishes that a blessing be removed from another person out of jealousy. Let's see someone مثلا, they have a house or a car or a family or wealth or status, and because of their jealousy they wish that this be removed from this person. And subhanAllah al this is the worst a person may have. Why is it the worst characteristic a person may have? Because they are objecting to the qadar of Allah subhanahu wa taala. For Allah subhanahu wa taala is the one who blessed this person with this wealth, and Allah subhanahu wa taala is the one who blessed them with this family, and Allah subhanahu wa taala is the one who blessed them with this status. For subhanallah, go and ask Allah subhanahu wa taala. Allah is the source. Go and ask him for this wealth, and go and ask him for this family, and go and ask Allah subhanahu wa taala for this status. For Allah subhanahu wa taala is the one who gives. For this is why it is such a subhan. Allah, a degrading characteristic. For you're objecting to the qadr of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who decreed this. And al-hasad is of two types. Or al-hasid. Al-hasid, the one, the envier, is of two types. For there is al-hasid who has no hasad. Hasidin, without any hasad. For they are the ones who envy in their heart. However, their envy stays there. It stays in their heart. And is not directed at the mahsood. It is not directed at the one whom they are envious or jealous of. For so this one, يعne, it's a bad characteristic, but alhamdulillah it is restricted to the person. The baliyya, as shaykh ibn Uthaymin, he said, the problem is in the second one. Hasidin iza hasad. The one who envies in their heart and they transfer this envy into al-ayn, into the evil eye. This is what al-hasad is. The jealousy, it comes out. It comes out and it has an effect on the person whom they are directing their jealousy at. This is what the evil eye is. And as a shaykh ibn Uthaymin, he said, the reality of al-Ain is not known. How does it occur, the process that it occurs, how does it look like and how is it represented? We do not know. But what we do know, we know its effects for al-Ain with the permission of Allah. It can cause death and it can cause sickness and it can cause madness and it can even affect the tangible objects. It can affect a house or it can affect a car or it can affect land. A person is jealous with all these things and it affects them for as the Prophet he said it is true and it affects with the permission of Allah for you are seeking refuge in Allah from Al-Hazid and Allah he mentioned these three things specifically and said seek refuge in me from these three things because they are hidden and they may not be visible and they are done behind your back and sometimes you may not be armed and you may not be able to defend yourself for the evil of the night comes and it is hidden and the evil of it comes and it is hidden from you, and the evil of the ayn comes, and it is hidden from you. You do not know where they came from. For this is why you seek refuge in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala from these three things. Why Allah Subhanahu wa Taala specifically targeted these three things? And Inshallah, I'll just read at the end of Sheikh Ibn Uthaymin's Tafsir of this Surah because Subhanallah, it is very relevant. He said, "What is the way to be free and to escape from the evil of these three things?" We الطريق للتخلص أن يعلق قلبه بربه. that the way that you are saved and to escape from these three things is to keep your heart attached to Allah سبحانه وتعالى. ويفوض أمره إليه. and to entrust their affairs to Allah سبحانه وتعالى. ويحقق على الله. and to have true توكل in Allah سبحانه وتعالى. True trust in Allah سبحانه وتعالى. ويستعمل الأوراد الشرعية التي بها يحصن نفسه ويحفظها من شر هؤلاء أن ي Use the Aurad al Shari'iyah, the dua that is mentioned in the Sharia, in the Quran, and the Sunnah, نفسه, that they fortify themselves and they protect themselves from these three things. في في that he said, In these later times, what has afflicted the people from a Sahara, from the sorcerers and from the witches and those who practice sihr, and those people who envy? And in these later times, that people. Are so affected with these things only because of their negligence in their turning to Allah subhanahu wa taala. They have turned away from Allah. They are not turning to Allah subhanahu wa taala. And also, wadaf توكلهم ala Allah azza wa jal, and the weakness of their توكل in Allah. Wa qilla tu isti'ama التي lil aurad al lati biha And because they do not recite these aurad al these du'a in the Quran and the Sunnah, they do not recite them in order to protect themselves. Wa illa fanhu n'alamu an al aurad al we know we know that these الشرعية, these things these ayat and these dua that we recite they are a strong protection they are stronger than the barrier of ya'juj and ma'juj however the unfortunate truth is that a lot of people they do not know these awrad they know nothing about them those who know about them they are negligent of them and those who do know about it and those who do recite it when they do recite it their hearts are inattentive they are not concentrating on what they are saying it is just words on their lips and all of this is a deficiency that if the people they implemented these awrad these ayat and these dua that they recite from the Quran and the Sunnah in the way prescribed in the Sharia they would be saved from many of these evils نسأل الله العافية والسلامة سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك وجزاكم الله خيرا